It's here in the city. It's here in the city. This is here in the city. This is here in the city. I'm Sarah Harris. I'm Sarah Harris. New message. Truth should be truth. But then it depends on, in the telling, whose truth is it. We're here most Tuesdays, bringing you radio realities from the urban landscape and mapping the city with voices of creative social change in and around Los Angeles. On Pacifica Radio, powered by the people, thanks to the generous support of you, our listeners, the capable crew at KPFK, the innovators of web-based radio at SoundCloud, news you might have missed at newsdesk.org, and the community-funded reporting project, Spot Us. You can find us on the web at here in the city. That's H-E-A-R in the city.org. Imagine this. We are cruising down a European highway through the wooded hills of Belgium. We are 30 kilometers from the border with the southernmost tip of Holland. My daughter is yodeling. My niece is silently tethered to her iPod. I have resorted to imitating our Dutch-speaking GPS. Our arts editor, Jesse Lerner, has his face buried in a Michelin map. Oh shit, this is the highway. I don't want to get on here. My mother pulls off of the well-tended highway and starts swinging a series of U-turns every time the GPS gives another wrong instruction. We have come here in search of on the outskirts of a Flemish city called Genk. It is called Genk. Now, I would not normally consider subjecting you all to the vagaries of my summer vacation, but this wild goose chase finally lands us in a place well worth visiting, the Waterschei coal mine in the Ardenna of Belgium. When we were on the highway in Belgium, before we got to France, there was a sign, and it was a, you know how they make these picturesque kind of signs, you know, like you see uh, castles, you know what I mean, Sarah, in Europe or not? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this was a coal miner, and it wasn't here, because I didn't see it on this road. This summer, for a few brief weeks, the 100-year-old abandoned mine complex has been home to an international arts biennial called Manifesta. This is the reason that our arts editor, Jesse Lerner, leads us off the highway 
On the way to other more well-traveled points in Belgium to visit this spot. Manifesta purposely steers clear of established art world centers, choosing instead, in earlier editions, cities like San Sebastián and Nicosia. This year's site, Genk, is formerly a coal mining town, and that industry still defines the region's identity. The exhibition uses three main sections to explore coal mining, its histories, environmental impact, its role in the Industrial Revolution, and its lingering legacies, especially in post-industrial Europe. The mine works were designed in 1924 by art deco giant Gaston Vatkin, and it's what they call in Europe a cathedral to industry. It houses 23,000 square meters of light chambers, coal car rails, grand staircases that lead to glass-filled offices, and showers for the miners to rinse off the dust. The crowning feature of this structure is the pasaren, or the gangway that leads to the surfacing from one kilometer beneath the earth. At the bottom of the steps leading into this building, we encounter a mountain of jet black audio speakers of all shapes and sizes, placed like a triangular sentry in front of the entrance to the coal mining complex. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, The initial 18, observer 19, has no idea 20, where the source of the sound is coming from. Speakers. And two woofers, four woofers, so actually 25 speakers is what this is made of. While the U.S. has passed peak coal use, our country still relies mostly on the Black Rock for its total energy production, 42% in fact. But in Europe, they've been weaning themselves down to just 30% of total energy use, according to the EU Fossil Fuels Forum. And this area of the world, here in Belgium, has experienced a huge cultural shift because of the fact. Our arts editor, Jesse Lerner, explains what this has to do with an arts exhibition. On the second floor of the abandoned mine headquarters, a climate-controlled enclosed gallery within a gallery showcases historical works, tracing the place of coal as a theme of modern art. Marcel Duchamp, Joseph Stella, Max Ernst, Robert Smithson, Henry Moore, Bill Brand, David Hammonds, and the Beckers all represented, addressed, or used coal in their work. Mies van der Rohe designed a mining gallery for a Nazi propaganda exposition. One of Brazil's pioneering experimental filmmakers, Alberto Cavalcanti, was hired by the British government to make a documentary short on coal mining. Gunting yard, flag heap. This is the surface plant of every mine. We make our way through the understated entry of the main warehouse building, where we encounter three very cordial women of varying ages in identical uniforms ready to answer questions about the exhibition. Jolien. Hilde. Lise. Lisa explains that the sound coming out of the mountain of coal-colored speakers is being broadcast in real time 
from a tiny music box on the third floor um, of the warehouse. Jolene tells me that people have come to this mine from all over the world to see this exhibition. Hilda and Lisa point out that this building in Belgium, like so many buildings in Detroit, Michigan, Gary, Indiana, and other post-industrial landscapes in the U.S., has stood empty for the past 25 years. But Manifesta's arrival in this space heralds a new use for the mine, a science and cultural center. The three women tell me that they are thrilled that this arts biennial has provided the impetus for making relevant the remains of a historic site in the current Belgian economy. That is a very important part of an old building that has a long history in Belgium, right? What do you think about that? I think it's very good, it's positive that it's being used again. So that it's not so empty. So we hand Hilda our tickets and walk up to the second story of the enormous building. I am in search of the music box that is broadcasting over the mountain of speakers. Jesse is in search of how this exhibition manages to appeal to both an international and local audience. Other parts of the exhibition trace ways in which these combustible deposits are central players in the histories of modernization and industrialization, both locally and internationally, and not simply through the display of art objects. There are models borrowed from a Belgian mining museum, paintings by miners who enrolled in art classes, fossils imprinted in coal, and much, much more. A miner from the USSR, Alexei Stakhanov, became a Stalinist hero in 1935 when he mined 105 tons of coal in five and three quarters hours. Time magazine made him man of the year for this superhuman accomplishment. He was held up throughout the Soviet state as a model of proletarian dedication to the production goals, as in this film by the great Grigory Alexandrov. This year, the head curator of Manifesta is Cuauhtémoc Medina, a heavyweight Mexican art historian who chose this site because the people who live and work here are smack dab in the middle of what he calls the fragile relationship between the past and the present in the outlook and institutions of post-industrial societies. I notice, looking at the floor, that words are etched onto the dark granite along the length of the old railroad tracks that used to bring the day's coal up out of the mine. And there's a text in front of the film screen. In little yellow cars. And I am going to read it for you. Deeper in debt, stop. 
St. Peter, don't you call me because I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. Ah, you know what? I know what this is. 16. You load 16 tons. And what do you get? You get another day older and deeper in debt. St. Peter, don't you call me because I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. 17 tons, a reference to the Merle Travis pop hit, is the title of the exhibition's final segment and features cultural production of post-industrial Europe. The company he's working for that he goes on sometimes for years without being paid one red cent in real honest-to-goodness money. But he can always go to the company store and draw flickers or script. You know, that's little brass coins. The voice of a West Kentucky bluegrass great is invoked halfway across the world at the old mine. Sounds pretty bad, but even that's got a brighter side to it. Now some people say a man's made out of mud, but a poor man's made out of muscle and blood. A muscle and blood, skin and bones, a mind that's weak and a back that's strong. You load 16 tons, and what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. There's a display of prayer rugs brought to Belgium by Turkish miners. Expressionistic busts of miners made with coal, potatoes, salt, and other common materials, and police files documenting the repression of a threatened Belgian miner strike in 1966. The Turkish prayer rugs display a beautiful array of colors and patterns that command the center of the space. Just beyond them, highlighting the rough juxtapositions of the mining economy, a group of gray-haired and bespectacled Belgian men in yellow aprons man the bar of a tiny pub. I order the smallest beer, introduce myself, and put on my best Flemish to talk to them. Who works that now? I feel me now always my worker. Now, now 25 years. 25 years. I'm going to translate. So um, you said you still feel like a, a coal miner, even though the the actual mine was closed 25 years ago. And who hate to? Ikke. Jeroms. Jeroms. And who long have these elderly the men gewerkt? belong to a union of jaar. former mine workers, which surprises me. And who was it too? Oh, gezellig. Heel fijn om in de mijn te werken. Goeie collega's. Geen racisme. Allemaal collega's, allemaal kompels. Vrienden van elkaar. They tell me that they have been getting together monthly since the mine closed in 1987. They do this to make sure that Belgians do not forget the importance of mining in this region and to their national culture. The rest of what they tell me is unexpected and fascinating. 52 nationaliteiten hebben hier in de in de Limburg gewerkt. 
32 verschillende nationaliteiten. 52 different nationalities from around the world Plus. worked in the mines here in, in Limburg Plus. in this province of Belgium. Eén categorie stateloos. Stateloos wil zeggen, die wisten ze niet van waar ze kwamen. And one more category of people stateless because they didn't know where they came from or didn't have a passport. In a country increasingly beset by anti-Muslim and anti-immigrant sentiment, these men continue to gather around their legacy as mine workers to remind people of how wonderful their community was back then. Men was op elkaar aangewezen. Dus uh, er was geen andere mogelijkheid om samen te werken. Dat heb je op de bovengrond niet. Die samenhorigheid heb je hierboven niet. Onder was voor ons was iedereen gelijk. Een gewone mijnwerker. Under the ground everything was the same for everybody. And it, it As we talk, they remember a time when men from 52 different countries descended six mornings a week into the mine, one behind the other, and came back up in the evening to their respective families, families from places as far flung as Morocco and China. Anderzijds, omdat er te weinig mijnwerkers waren. So during the wartime, there weren't enough mine workers, and people had to be brought in from other countries, gastarbeiders. Ja, dus gastarbeiders. Dus zoals bijvoorbeeld in 63 zijn de Marokkanen en de Turken gekomen, omdat men niet genoeg personeel meer had, dus hier in België zelf. Dus dat zijn in feite de laatste nationaliteiten die hier begonnen zijn, dus in 63. In 1963, that was the last time that Turks and Moroccans were brought to Belgium to work as guest workers in the mines. And is that is the gemeenschap of the gewoon de sociëteit veranderd in die tijd? Wat jullie kunnen herinneren toen de gastarbeiders hier naartoe kwamen? Dat is niet veel veranderd, behalve wat je nu hebt. Dat is bijvoorbeeld dat iedere groep op zijn eigen gaat leven. Ik, ik wil maar zeggen, dus de Turken die hebben hun, hun groep, de Marokkanen hebben hun groep, de Italianen die hebben ook hun groep, de Polen die hebben hun groep, de Joegoslaven, de Hongaren, de Oekraïners, noem maar op. Die hebben allemaal zo'n eigen, ja, die leven op hun eigen ook nog, die komen wel naar buiten, die zijn in een samenleving opgegroeid. Dus, maar de, de dingen zijn er toch, toch nog van. All the miners would come home clean in time for dinner in a small city that contributed as much to the urban renaissance after the Second World War as any government or army program could have claimed to do. These men are proud of the work that they did and proud to have been part of a society that welcomed all who would work way down in the coal mine. This is what it is. This is what it's going to be. You are listening to Here in the City on KPFK 90.7 FM in Los Angeles. 98.7 FM in Santa Barbara, 93.7 FM in San Diego, and 99.5 FM in Ridgecrest and China Lake. An archive and a podcast of our shows is at Here in the City, that's H-E-A-R in the City, dot org. And at kpfk.org, you can like us on Facebook. If you like. And visit us at our website, hereinthecity.org.
and follow us on Twitter. At the heart of this giant building sits a glass ceiling atrium with two staircases. One leads up to the walkway across to the mine shaft, the other down to the showers and dressing rooms. Sixteen tons of recycled clothing from China that's being turned into an enormous quilt. A former miner named Randall leads us to the entrance of the Pasara, the long elevated hall that winds around the outside of the building. Out the windows, you can see the brick structure at the end of a steel tower that starts the descent into the kilometer-deep mine. Inside of that passageway, awaits another sonic experience, which is part of this art exhibit. It's flamenco music from a mining region in Spain. Played out on an anvil with a hammer. Think that that sound, well, let's see what it says. Read it. Osvaldo Macia, Cartagena, Colombia, lives and works in London, England. Auditory olfactory composition. Hamers die op verschillende aanbeelden slaan, waarvan de noten een koel en waarvan de noten van een koel metaal een geur van mislukking oproepen. De titel van het werk refereert één aan de oudste flamengo ritmes die tra- traditioneel werden uitgevoerd door zigeuners met een hamer op een aanbeeld. Masia reanimates the defunct Wachtergei mine with the sound of five different anvils being struck by a variety of hammers accompanied by an olfactory composition whose cool metal notes evoke the smell of failure. The title of this work refers to one of the oldest patterns in flamenco rhythms, traditionally sounded out by gypsy hammersmiths, striking an anvil with a hammer. Finally, I ask Randall to lead us to the music box that connects to the mountain of speakers outside at the entrance to the complex. He waves us over to a simple children's wind-up music box placed on a wooden pedestal with a microphone. He turns the handle and calls into the microphone to his friend, the bartender, in the yellow apron. Charlie, Charlie! This is the source of the sound that travels down to the mountain of coal-black speakers at the entrance to the building, 
no doubt an enigma to the initial observer who walks through the door. He's playing it for his friend who's the bartender downstairs. <laughs> So young and so fine Seek not your fortune In the dark dreary mine It'll form as a habit And seep in your soul Till the stream of your blood Runs as black as the coal Where it's dark as a dungeon slideshow of photos from Manifesta number no. 9 The Deep of the Modern go to our website here in the city that's h e a r in the city.org thanks for production support today from Matt Perez at KPFK to Dickie Lerner for editorial support and to my mother Christine for transportation on this week's show and that's it for here in the city today. Special thanks to Jesse Lerner, Luis Sierra Campos, Tandisizwe Shimurenga, Daniela Gerson, Sabiha Khan, Albert Chacon, Rachel Salmon, Will Coley, Holly Harper, and to you, our listeners. We will be back next week with more radio realities from the urban landscape. Until then, you can find us on the web at Here in the City. That's H-E-A-R in the city dot org. I'm Sarah Harris. Signing off. To yapping on. When you go in and out, may you have peace and level and safe. Yes. Be safe. Peace.